Where Kindness Lives is designed to cultivate a kinder world by helping to inform and inspire. Hosted by Jenny Sager from Nextdoor, the neighborhood network connecting you to what truly matters so you can belong. We'll chat to the most thought-provoking individuals paving the way for positive change and hear from neighbors who deliver small acts of kindness every day. So come on a journey to where kindness lives. Hi, I'm Jenny Sager, and my guest today is TikTok sensation and kindness warrior, Sam Wiedenhofer. Sam says he wants to spend his life sharing kindness and just ignoring the haters and being nice. And it's working. Nearly 5 million people follow his videos where he delivers small acts of kindness to complete strangers every single week. Want to find out how he got here at such a young age? Let's find out. Sam, we are so happy to have you here today. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. I know you're a really busy guy. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it can get very busy at times, but I'm looking forward to this podcast. Well, I want to start with a question that we ask everyone, which I know will certainly have a lot of meaning for you. What does kindness mean to you? I think kindness just means when you can have a positive effect on someone else and make them feel a way that some people don't get to so often. So I think kindness can mean so much to people and it's just like just a feeling, you know? So yeah. Just good like feeling. good energy and yeah, it can just really, you know, have a positive impact on someone. So Absolutely. Is there anyone in your life that really stands out as having a positive impact on you? That's a really good question. I think my family have always been supportive with what I do as well as my girlfriend. She's made me look at other ways to help people and make a bigger impact in the world. So just those who have always supported what I do and always been there for me. So my family and my close friends and yeah, my girlfriend. Amazing. Shout out to the girlfriend. Love it. (laughs) Um, Tell us how this whole thing started. I mean, you're still really young. You're 19 or 18? I'm 19. So I finished year 12 last year. So yeah, this whole thing started growing up. I always wanted to be a videographer. So I was born with a speech impediment at a young age. Um, I couldn't talk till I was, I believe, six or seven. I would always stutter and struggle to talk. Um, Growing up, I always had a passion to you know, make videos online. And when I lost a family member to mental health, it just you know, created a pathway for me to try and become, you know, confident in my voice and to try and speak up and help others. So I started making videos from home and then went out into public and just started doing random acts of kindness in my time. And then it took off and I never expected it to become so, I guess, interesting to watch and so successful. So, Do you remember what that first video was? Yeah, so there was a girl sitting in the food court in Melbourne Central and before this point in time I filmed like a hundred TikToks and none of them made me feel good. None of them gave me a feeling of that actually makes me happy. I more did it because it was a passion of mine, but I didn't find what my kind of click was. Um there was a girl sitting in the food court and a Went to the shops and got a balloon and wrote on it, I'm having a bad day. And I put it behind her. I walked up to her and I I said, I've heard you're struggling. Um, How are you doing? And she said, I'm really struggling. Life's actually been really hard, which was a shock to me at first. I didn't expect someone to open up. I gave her something as simple as flowers and chocolate and a hug and she nearly was in tears. So that was the first very act of kindness. And and what happened? Did you wake up the next day and it just had, you know, 
thousands of views or were yeah. you just like, wait, what's happening here? Yeah, it definitely took off so much and I didn't expect it to. But also after filming that first clip, it made me feel so great. And I was just living on positive energy and I went home so happy and I went, you know what? I just want to keep making people happy. I want to keep making an impact. Yeah, and that's what Nextdoor is all about as well, is just connecting people who don't already know each other because we know that people need that connection to improve mental health and well-being. And I think it's kind of ironic that you found that in social media because there's so much talk about platforms like Instagram and TikTok presenting a false a false impression of what life really is, right? But you're saying that you've kind of flipped that on its head and actually just peeled it back and gone, well, this this is my real life. Everybody's got struggles mm. and everyone is waiting for someone else to reach out. Exactly. I think social media can definitely be very fake these days. So I try and look at everything I've been through. And I know it was a negative, but I want to turn that into a positive to inspire others. So at times I can still go through my own struggles, but I still feel like it's you know, still posting real. If I'm struggling with something, I may mention it in a video and people may not even, you know, think that's real, but it can be. So, yeah. And how do you decide what you're going to do on any given day? So how do you decide, you know, are you going to give somebody a gift or you're going to just surprise someone in the park? Like, take me through that process. So lately I've been actually reaching out to charities to make a bigger impact and trying to do bigger things for people. So that can be a lot more difficult. It can be very, I guess I get a lot of opportunities given to me, but before that it was kind of, I'd have a massive list of ideas and then just tick them off as I go. Now it can be like three weeks of planning for one idea. So it's a lot harder to film more often these days, but it's just about making a bigger impact in the world and, you know, making that act of kindness bigger than it used to be, I think, because I always want to level up and make more of an impact. So, But we can't forget that small acts of kindness are mm. super important as well. And it doesn't take a grand gesture to actually have that positive impact on mental health and well-being. And we do see a lot of that at Nextdoor, where it can be something simple like just saying hello to someone you don't know in the neighborhood or, you know, bringing someone's bins in or just, you know, bringing a cup of tea around. So it doesn't always have to be a grand gesture, does it? No, I agree. I actually, even though I've looked at the bigger gestures lately, I've actually always said, and I love that about Nextdoor as well, I've always said that you could give someone a hug and that could mean so much to someone. So if you gave someone a hug at that point in time who really needed it, it could mean the same as giving someone a thousand dollars or $10,000. So, you know, a little act of kindness can be as big as a big act of kindness. It just depends what it means to that person and what they're going through. So I can't agree more. Do you have any favorite videos of yours, ones that you feel like you just think about all the time, like, wow, that was an awesome one? Um, Yeah, I think recently taking a kid called Riley who struggled with leukemia, we took him to meet Shaquille O'Neal. And for me, that was such a highlight to be able to make a massive dream come true in his life. And even and that's, most, a, that's a grand gesture. <laughs> yeah, a, definitely a grand gesture. Um. But just seeing, you know, that smile on his face and actually knowing where it kind of showed me how far I've come with my kindness page and my mental health page as well. So that really stuck out to me as something that was really inspiring. So, What were you actually doing for a job when you started doing this? 
Yep. So I was working in a discount store. At, <laughs> it's called Cheapest Chips. Um, so it was kind of a $2 discount shop. And I was working there. I honestly like really struggled with my life at that point. I didn't enjoy my job. I was just doing it to make money and put every cent back into videos. And then I think one day a little girl came up to me at work with her mom and her little brother. And she said to me, I've seen your TikToks. And the mom or grandma said to me, never stop chasing your dreams because I want to come back in here and I don't want to see you working here. I want to see you on the news. I want to see you become massive. Like you have potential. And I went, she didn't even know who I was. And that thing sparked me ever since then. I worked harder than ever before. Well, here you are. You've made it. You're on next door's mm. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. And I assume people are just DMing you like crazy, aren't they? What What's that like? Do you answer everyone? What happens? Yeah, it's it's definitely so amazing to see some of the DMs. Some people have messaged me saying, you know, you've saved my life. You've made such an impact. I was going to hurt myself and I saw your videos and that changed my whole outlook on my life. I look at my life different and now I'm... I try and turn my negatives into your positive because a lot of the time that's very hard to do. You need a strong mindset to do so. Um, a lot of the other DMs, it can take a toll on you as a person because you do realize how much people in this world are struggling. Mm. So I try and respond as much as possible and be there for people. But at the same time, you have to limit it so you can't read too much of people's struggles. Otherwise, it can leave an effect on you. But yeah, some of the DMs of people saying, you know, you saved my life to seeing your videos means the world because I lost a family member to that. So knowing I can, I guess, make her proud and people can actually like have their life saved by a simple act of kindness is amazing. And you are still a teenager, technically. Do yep. you have tips for other people that may be around your age that are struggling with mental health and just some practical tips that they can do from wherever they're listening? Yeah, I think just to focus on your dreams and really try and everyone says it, but you need to have a really strong mindset and block out the haters. That doesn't have to come instantly. It can be as simple as playing footy or going to the gym and focusing on something that's important to you. And once you can do that more and leave time for that, I think that will even open you up to having a little bit of that, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, but that happy energy and you can feel happier and that will leave you with a better mindset to look towards what you want to do and to find your real passion and what you want to do for work. But I think if you don't try and work towards that, you're always not going to know what you want to do because you won't have enough time or a positive mindset to think about that. So I just always chasing your dreams and focusing on that is really important and that will help you find where you want to go. And take, getting a bit of that breathing space, which I think is so important no matter what age you are, because I'm, I'm slightly older than 19 in case, in case you guess. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, I do want to read your motto yeah. as well, because I think this is such a, such a powerful motto. So you said, I want to be different and help people whenever I can. I've learned to ignore the haters. Just be nice. It's my life motto. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yep. So I think me being different, I felt like I was always different my whole life, being born with a speech impediment and getting bullied in high school so that was really hard for me to cope with um 
And as I saw, I was making this positive content. I had a lot of people judging me for who I was, but they actually didn't know me personally. So I think knowing that if a person is, you know, giving you negative feedback, they probably don't know you personally or they don't care about you. So you need to focus on those people around you who support you. Um, yeah, because I've received a lot of negative feedback and backlash, but I know those people don't know who I am and they, people can get really jealous when someone becomes successful or they see something in you. And as a society, we have such a like instant, you know, let's hate on this person because a lot of people might actually see potential in you to go somewhere and they don't want that. So I literally think we just have to be nice to people and there's no point giving someone negative feedback or backlash if they're doing something positive in the world and chasing their dreams. And you'll feel a lot better if you're nice to people, don't you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's the best feeling in the whole world. So, Where kindness lives, we'll be back in a moment. Do you love where you live? Of course you do. Well, now's the time to get outside and show us why. The next door photography competition, Love Your Neighborhood, is open right now. You don't have to be a pro. Just pick up your phone, take a photo of your favorite place in your neighborhood. It could be a park. It could be just a friendly face. It could be a dog that lives down the street. We want to see why you love where you live. And there's some amazing prizes on offer right around the world. Post it on Nextdoor with the hashtag LoveYourNeighborhood and you can enter as many times as you want. Can't wait to see it. You're listening to Where Kindness Lives, Nextdoor's global podcast. And we're talking today to TikTok sensation and kindness warrior, Sam Wiedenhofer. Sam, so great to have you here. You mentioned that now this is your full-time job, which I'm sure that's still a kind of pinch me moment. Did you know that being a YouTuber was actually the number one job that primary school students said that they wanted to do last year? So it came in above doctors, above, you know, lawyers, builders, all these kind of traditional jobs. So it's definitely something that people are really into now. Do you have any tips for other kids out there who are trying to do this? And is it something you see yourself doing forever? Is this a long-term career for you? Yeah, I definitely see it as something I want to do forever. I honestly, to all the kids out there, I encourage you to chase your dreams because I never thought this would be a job for me. And I don't even classify it as a job. I classify it as having fun 24-7, meeting people and living a great lifestyle. So I definitely encourage all of you out there who are inspiring to be a YouTuber to chase your dreams and go for it because it's the most fun job in the world. So. Awesome. Well, and I guess technically we should call you a TikToker, not a YouTuber, but... <laughs> um, YouTuber sounds better, so yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you look for in companies when you're looking for companies to work with? Because you also do a lot of corporate work through your videos and through your accounts as well. I think knowing how I can try and sell or promote a product, but link it in with my content, because I always want to be spreading kindness and I don't want to go on a different pathway. So if I can, for example, promote a pair of headphones into a what makes you smile video, I can do that very well. So it's just about trying to authentically produce a brand deal rather than try and sell it to the audience. Like, buy this right now, it's rather do an act of kindness with it because it will engage my audience for what they watch me for already. And do you have a long-term goal with this or are you just going to, I don't want to say just because it is amazing, but are you going to keep doing what you're doing or do you have a long-term goal? Like in three years, I want to be X or two years, 
you know. Yeah, I definitely have a long-term goal. I want to start my own speaking engagement in schools, my own website, a major clothing label, hopefully even with shops around the place. I also want to start traveling the world to uh, third world countries and help people in poverty. Um, I'm heading to Bali in a couple of weeks to start that journey, which I'm very excited for and seeing where that leads me. So I just think being able to travel the world and experience culture is also a lot more engaging for people to watch. And I want to see poverty uh, with my own eyes in a way so I'm able to be more inspired to help more people in different countries in the world. I want to play you a story from a next door neighborhood in the US yep. about seven-year-old Charlie who's been raising money for her dad's cancer treatment. So we'll take a listen to that and then we'll get your reaction Awesome. Afterwards. Thank you. Joe Sutherland was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. His daughter, Charlie, put together a lemonade stand to raise money for his treatments. Because that was the first thing that got on my mind. Mm-hmm. So help my dad pay for his chemotherapy. To the family's surprise, people from all around Rockford came to support and get a sweet treat. Charlie's mom says this is more than she could have ever imagined, all thanks to one online comment. And I said, if my daughter were to do a lemonade stand, would you show up? And they all just reached out and said, please send us information. We will come by. And they have. They've shown up and shown out. The police, um, Rockford Fire Department, EMS, and they took her on their, their truck and they let her shoot the hose. And she's going to remember this forever. The family has set a goal of $100,000 towards treatment for Joe. Charlie, however, remains positive, doing everything she can to support her dad, just like he's always supported her. Because when I'm sad, he says happy things to me, and I smile. Well, I think it's beautiful, and it shows that no matter what your age is, you can have an impact on this world. A lot of people would at first probably say you're too young to make an impact in this world, and that's a massive stigma that you can't chase your dreams when you're you know, under 15, really, you can't get a job. So to hear that, that's really inspiring. And I feel like when you want to do something good for the world, you'll see love in return. Um, a seven-year-old doing that is really beautiful. And I would support it any day of the week um, and give money out of my own pocket because it's great to see someone so young wanting to save their father practically and putting the effort in to do that. Um, it's about yeah making a positive out of a neg- negative situation, and if she never did that, she wouldn't have a support. And yeah, a hundred thousand dollars is hopefully going to be raised. So that's a, an amazing story. You're never too young or too old, right? So no, you go either end. <laughs> I agree. Some people don't find their dreams till they're like sixty years old, and people think that's crazy, but it's true. You're never too old or young to yeah. And why do you think that community connection is important so that that neighborhood network and that community around you? I think because those people truly care about you and the people you see really often. So having the support from them can help you towards your ambition and dreams. Um, I always know I've been close with my neighbors in the past and the community around me. You get to learn a lot more about people as well. So... a bit 
of fun, Sam. So we're going to go into our kind carousel, which is where we get to ask you all kinds of questions just to finish it off. So you give people gifts all the time, obviously, and you're spreading kindness all over the place. What's the best gift that someone's given to you? Wow. That's a really tough question. (laughs) I think just love and support, to be honest. I actually don't think it's actually been a gift given to me as in something material materialistic I don't think a materialistic item makes me as happy as seeing someone who gives love and support so that's probably the biggest gift for me that's a great gift to have love and support yeah definitely hopefully everyone can get that from somebody um we all know what your job is now and you talked about one of your previous jobs if this didn't work out what would you be doing I would hopefully be in a social media role for the AFL or the NBA. That would be one of my other jobs I'd like to do. Okay. I've got quite a few mates in those jobs. So let me know if this doesn't work out. Oh, wow. Hopefully I don't steal their job from them. (laughs) It's it's definitely possible. Um, If you could live anywhere in the world and money wasn't an object, where would you go? I think New York City. I love New York. I've been there multiple times, so I just love New York that's, so much. This is my hometown you're talking about. Really? So, yep. That's you're where from I'm from. New York. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love New York. I, I just couldn't agree more. What's What's like your favorite thing about New York? I just think everything, the vibe the city gives off and the bagels as well are really amazing. Oh my God. They have the best bagels. I know. Someone needs to start a business that just ships bagels directly (laughs) to Australia. But you know what? And the pizza too. You can't forget about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, it's funny. I'm sure you felt it. People always used to say to me, Australians, when they would come to New York, oh, New Yorkers are actually really friendly. I think New Yorkers get a bad rap, but the sense of community in New York City is massive and that the friendliness and people would give you the shirt off their back. And I'm sure you feel that in New York, which is probably one of the reasons why you like it so much. I, I agree. I went there, I think before I even did TikTok. Yeah. I went there before I did TikTok by myself. So for a lot of people who wouldn't know about me, I went traveling to America at 16 alone before I did TikTok. And that's also a massive inspiration for why I do what I do, just seeing the world in different culture made me want to make an impact. Um, and yeah, there's such a sense of community in New York. And I had strangers shouting me dinner when I went to events just because I was from Australia and I was nice to them. So it gets a very bad rap, but there's some lovely people from there. So. Absolutely. Right here. Yeah, being such as yourself. I was going to say, but didn't want to give you too much uh, confidence. No, New Yorkers love Aussies too. Um, okay, favorite or public figure, celebrity, or someone you follow on social media that you think is really just nailing it? Oh, I think probably LeBron James. He gets so much backlash for who he is, but I think it's really sad him being able to open up a promise school from where he's from, where his family had no money. They were like living on no food every week. And now he's opened a promise school for kids, bought them bikes, got them scholarships for like thousands of kids and is opening more schools. I find that really inspiring. Like someone who's more than just their job. So he's more than a basketball player. And I hate how much backlash he gets. So... Yeah, he does some incredible community work. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. Well, Sam, thank you so much for everything you're doing. What do you have coming up and where can people find you? Um, Yeah, I have lots of exciting things coming up. So I guess you'll just see me travel overseas spreading kindness a lot. Um, So you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok as It's Soza, which is spelled I-T-S-S. 
S O Z E R. What is that? What What does that mean anyway? Why is that? That's a really good question. So, since I was bullied so much in primary and high school, I used to get called the name Soza. I'm actually not sure why I got called that, but because I look at that name every day, it gives me inspiration and more hope to kind of achieve my dreams because that makes me remember where I came from. I was that kid who got bullied. I lost my auntie to mental health and had to answer that phone call. So every time I think of it, Soza, it reminds me of where I came from. And that's my one goal in life is to always remember where I came from, because if I do, that's going to help me make a bigger difference in this world because I was struggling myself. Wow, that is amazing, the resilience and also the journey. It's definitely part of what makes your journey special, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks again for all of the incredible work you're doing. And we cannot wait to see more of it. Well, hopefully teaming up with you in the future as well. And for anyone who wants to connect with their community now and for the neighbors to help spread kindness in your local area, just download Nextdoor on any iPhone, Android, anywhere you can. And also go to nextdoor.com. Sam, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me as well.